This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Oh my word! What a goal from Paddy Madden. The Irishman strikes again. I don't think the Jamal Khashoggi thing was that bad, but no one gives a shit. Yes, don't adjust your set in a change to the regular programming. Yes, it's a Thursday night show as we were busy being a set of nerdy fanboys drinking a bar dry last night. More on that later, I'm sure. Yes, this is the Scarf Gower War, your weekly recommended dose of chat pertaining to Stockport County. If you don't know the drill by now, well, you never will. You'll get the hang of it, though. Wednesday we might, let's see. Joining me, Nick Lee, it's a man who had to be forcibly removed from his fucking up the bar at Stockport Gin last night. The settling in period has gone well and now he's an established member of the first team squad. It's Waggy, hello mate. I do, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm good mate, how are you? Oh, I, I'm, I'm alright now, it wasn't too bad this morning, so it might have been a little bit more uh, hungover, but all good. Yeah, after we went, we, we disappeared into the Stockport night in the hope we could go and have, have a little nightcap and then everywhere was yeah. closed on us. Despite Google yeah. saying it's open, I'm looking at you, Ben Taylor. I'll be, I'll be having words. <laughs> I was livid about that, absolutely livid. Should have just gone to Weatherspoons, said. Should have just gone to Weatherspoons, yeah. So, yeah. I said we've both got the uh, branded polos on as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like someone's just come up to, someone turned up at Stockport Gin like, in the car park last night and just opened the boot and just went, T-shirts. <laughs> Yeah, we all have one. We all have one. We are joined tonight by friend of the show, Will Howells. Hello, Will. Hello. How is everybody? Very much. Uh, very much. You've passed a late fitness test, I say. I no, mean, no, no, no. It's more like it got to six o'clock, and I was like, "Oh shit, we need another person." Yeah, passing a fitness test at the moment is is not likely. Not in great shape. No, none, none of us are, mate. None of us are. No, no. Least of all, Jamal Khashoggi, as we learned last night, to zero fanfare whatsoever. I am not letting that go. That, that was a funny joke. It punched up. It didn't punch down. It was just... And you know what? Someone's going to ask him. Someone's going to say, well, are you going to say what it is? I'm not. No. They didn't deserve it last night, and they definitely don't deserve it tonight. You did say last night you were going to say it again tonight. No, I don't think I will, now. I've had time to right. stew on it. <laughs> That's, that's, that's entirely up to you. There will be no pressure. Little, 
I had a little bit of a bear slash sore head scenario going on this morning. So it's just uh it's just exacerbated things and yeah, yeah, no, so I don't know. I'm not telling him, not telling him, not telling him. The joke wasn't on him though, so it was fine. It, it def- definitely deserves it's almost like a room full of professional footballers is not the place for that, really. But I digress. Anyway, we have got uh Spencer tonight previewing Saturday's game. He's he's an old hand at this thing now. He's I mean, he does his own podcast and he's probably Better than us at coming on air as well. Now he's been. I think he he must be tied with Ben Walker possibly for the amount of appearances. Which is a we need to form a proper list. If we had a, a Wikipedia page, we could have the lists of appearances on there. But no one really cares enough to do a Wikipedia, do they? You need somebody with the um, level of nerdery of the Taskmaster fans to do a spreadsheet. You know. I think I think I think it's me then. I think I'm the one who's <laughs> surely there's somebody watching right now who could go back through the archives and compile how many that people... person out there is there. I don't want to meet them. <laughs> no, I'd like to, I would like to party with them soon. Anyway, let's get our guest out. <laughs> How are we doing, Alex? All right, mate. Can I ask, you know, you've got your uniform now, Nick. Do you, when you were doing your thing yesterday, did you tell everyone that was wearing it that they're representing the podcast and they must behave as such? You know, like no, you do on a school Rush trip. Rush was the only one who turned up wearing one. Waggy was the one who needed to be reminded who he was representing, to be honest. <laughs> Have you got anything on the back? I hope it's got some sort of stag do feel to it. Yeah, I've, I've got the no. pussy man on mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still clinging on to the top drummer. Played for Bristol, yeah, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's, it's not Hot Girl Summer anymore. I've, I've officially declared it to an end now. It's, yeah, you uh, just think there's a new one yet, though. Cold Girl Winter. Cold Girl Winter. <laughs> Imaginative. We've got a nightclub yeah. in Grimsby. I wonder where that. we got that from. <laughs> <laughs> What we're going to do, I'm going to ask you the first question, Alex, and then you're going to have to carry on answering it until I've switched microphones over. So I've gone for the, for the lapel microphone. But I thought that was quite properly heard. Some, some say it's an improvement that you can't hear me very well, but I will plug a microphone in. So, Alex, will kick us, kick us off. How's the season going so far then? I'm, se- I'm sensing right. a bit of a disharmony this season so that should take us up until about quarter to nine Come on, mate. <laughs> yeah so I, I, I said on the podcast last Sunday that Paul Hurst was talking out of his ass which he usually doesn't and it, it resulted in a five page uh, slagging off of me on our forum which was quite fun I saw um, that yeah that was that was entertaining um but well, yeah we're shit uh we've we've won three games all season um We've we're just well boring. We are just terrible, and I don't know why. Because we've got Camille Conte is one of the best midfielders we've had for a long time. So you know, just keep Challoner away from him, and um, and uh, and uh, uh, there we go. Time it. What is that? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, we're just we're just terrible. We're so blunt. It's like watching it's like watching Weymouth 
you know, they were like every crappy non-league team we play that's quite pretty, but they, you know, they keep the ball all right. And you go, actually, these guys aren't terrible. And then they've got nothing up front apart from one bloke who can score a free kick. And that's, we just give it to Aboisa on after 40 yards and go, go on then, kick it, kick it, kick it, just, just have it. Uh, and that's our game plan. And uh, it's not working very well. Uh, and we are 18th. But, Do you think you that know. is due to like re- the recruitment or anything? What's changed from last season? You got rid of a load of players, or we did get rid of a couple. But the problem was, is I don't know. Like looking at all the the so called experts out there who you know pay more attention to all the other clubs than I do. Like oh, Grimsby are dark horses and stuff. We got, I was getting slightly ex- excited because we had the the FA Cup money. Uh, I mean, it's you know pocket change to you and the likes of. But uh, we're like, oh, we can actually buy someone half decent. But it's still quite a trek to you know. It's quite a challenge to persuade someone to move to Grimsby. You, you can pull out as many prospectors as, as you can, but we can't really do a barrow and just go, right, we'll just train in Manchester and we'll just do a two-hour journey over to the Pennines. <laughs> Nick, you, your sound is even you're terrible now. You're, you're actually muted, Nick. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah, this is not all. Yeah, you should do what um you should do what Middlesbrough did in the mid nineties, where when they were splashing the cash and signing these players from abroad, they'd they'd fly them out to London, take them around London, and then go. <laughs> we do it now. We just take them to Stockport. This industrial hellscape. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, You'll be loving nice, Stockport on Saturday when you come away with a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all those all those drowned rats on the other end of the pitch that you're laughing at. <laughs> that won't be you. That'll be more county fans. You're in the yeah, box. Yeah, no, you're, you're in the box. Are we? Because I know we've sold out because there's nothing else to do. There's no like steam fair on or anything. So we've all got <laughs> to get the train. Um, so I didn't know where we were. So, all oh, right, you've got that, yeah. have you? Yeah. You, you, yeah, that's what we do nowadays. Oh, is they don't it? generally oh. put the away fans in the railway end. They try and keep that for uh, home fans. Some oh, groups yeah. of away fans took the news better than others. <laughs> looking at you, looking at you, Wrexham. I, why didn't they like subject, it? While we're on that subject, it, the away end at Edgeley Park has been two blocks of the pop side for about two decades now. The mm. railway end yeah. has always been overspill. It just happens that now we're more likely to spill home fans in there than away fans, which is great for us. Um, but the away end has been the pop side for two decades. Yeah, I remember we had that when we when did we draw with you in the FA Cup forever ago? And we had that side as well and we and it was still terracing back then. Yeah, we've been late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. Yeah. And we, we had that side and then we had the railway end as well. It, it, every time we go to Scott Stockport though, it just rains. It's you know, it's one of the That's stereotypes that you keep going up. I'm really proud of you for that. Well, having looked outside, I think it's generally, quite likely generally rains and you get three points. Yeah. Yeah. But at least we get the, we used to get the warmth of the TV screen on the back of our necks. At least you know we're all got a tumor now, though in the in, the, in our occipital lobe. But that's still lighting Grimsby yeah. up. <laughs> give, give, give it the a few weeks. Of... We could be twinned with Chernobyl. I think <laughs> some poor bloke. You know that scene where that poor guy and his his skin's falling off. That was the first guy that ever got a season ticket in the railway end. Is it? Is... <laughs> Even even like top tier of the Cheadle end, right opposite it, the the Bradford game earlier this season, I was like, Jesus Christ, 
Well, it's so always it's it reminds be a me of that. Walk it was that scene in Oppenheimer, you know, when he first sees the blast and he's got the goggles on. That's what I imagine the first yeah. guy to turn that on is in the mornings. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I walked I walked past last night and they were doing the test on the scoreboard and stuff like that, and I was like, "Shit, that's bright. That's really bright." I... Or is it like? What was that one with the Champions League when they had themselves 4-0 down against Bayern Munich? Is it, Are you so negative about playing us? You had a quick peep and it said yeah, yeah, just, they were 5 up. <laughs> just seeing how high the away column goes. The, the, the score. The score. We, did a, <laughs> we did a charity game once at Blundell Park and the guy, I was stood with the guy who was doing the score, but he goes, we've never che- checked to see if this goes up to double figures. I go, did you not see us play in 2009? You should have checked back then. so in terms of obviously uh, i've I've been looking on your forums and on social media and stuff like that and you do that i don't even do i I, I get sick of looking at hours everyone's slagging you off yeah (laughs) no one's one's slagging me off on hours anymore (laughs) anymore (laughs) anymore anymore stop now Um, so what, what was the what was the aim? At the, did, did anyone come out from the club at the start of the season and say what the aim was for this season? What, what, no, it's just a general progression. Yeah, I guess so. The owners are quite smart. And I think I always saw this coming because it's the first season, I think, ever that Paul Hurst has known two or three months before the end of last season what league we would be in. Because either we were fighting in the playoffs in the National League or that was that season we got relegated. So... Um, He's got that. He's got the cup money. He's got the basis of a half-decent side together. So I think the, the expectations were to be closer to the playoffs, you know, because we were we finished 10th, but we were 9, 11 points, I think, off the last spot. Uh, so I think it it's was to be... has got playoffs out for everyone, guys, you know. No, they... St- they st- <laughs> Very good for Carlisle. Yeah. <laughs> Just for random teams in blue from the northwest, is that what it is? How are you hoping? No, don't want to Barrow be now. <laughs> when we went to Barrow last season, everyone got norovirus from the local weather spoons, and it was all over the news. So all our town fans not only had to go all the way up to Barrow on an away day, which, by the way, is the most. Did you go? Because it counts as a local derby for you guys, doesn't it? I've, I've, I've been to Barrow enough times. I've been enough times in Nash, in non-league that it's there's several grounds that I went to in non-league that I said, right, I don't need to go there again. Salford's another one. I've not been to Salford since we we're in non-league because really I don't need to. If I want if I wanted to go to Barrow, I'd just sit at home and watch Stranger Things instead. To be honest, <laughs> same same vibes. <laughs> sorted, sorted. They were horrible place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, one of the worst places. And and there's a bit of. I had no problem with them being one of the clubs that got back into the football league because they've, they've obviously got a long history in the football league. It's been too long having them out of it. And in a weird way, it is like a nice little throwback of a ground. But it's the fact that you have to go to Barrow to get to the ground. If they relocated the ground like they have done with the training, I'd be all for it. If they <laughs> put it like near like Warrington Arrington or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Warrington have got a lovely stadium. They don't really use it for rugby league that much over the winter. So, you know, there you go. Sorted. Barrow sorted. They've got loads of nuclear stuff there. They'll feel right at home. Give me six. So, in terms of Saturday's game, what's what's the general Sorry. feeling amongst your fan base with the game this Saturday then? Because obviously you, you do normally get a result against us. So, I th- I think most people have conceded that we'll probably lose. So, everyone's going into it with a bit of a, we've got nothing to 
to lose. We'll just have a free hit. Um, so uh, I was watching back with the game when we played you last season. We're just nowhere near that team. And it's just, mm. you know, the aggression, the pace, you know, the assertiveness, it's just not there. Ponderous in possession. We'll have the ball for quite a lot of the time. But, I mean, you guys might as your 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 centre-backs might as well just play a bit of Scrabble because we're not, we, won't, we won't do anything with it. We've got Danny Rose up front. Who's, do you know what? It's nice to have a bit of a shit house up front. We don't really have one usually. Uh, but he's, what, five foot three? And they just keep crossing the ball into him. <laughs> what are you doing? This is, who's playing this championship sounding very familiar. <laughs> you can't move. the start of the season. Okay. <laughs> no, at the start of the season, we were doing that. And then as soon as, soon as we stop... Um, yeah, that, that's when we've been seven, seven wins in a row in the league, eight in all competitions. Yeah, thanks. But mate. Yeah. With, a, with a game against you around the corner, you just mind you. I, I said, I said last home game, we were all set up for a fall, and then and then we got a, a late winner. So you never know. What's the have there, have there been any standout players then? Obviously, uh, the, the boy Camille, who was probably the most impressive signing of the window in this league for me. I was very I just... surprised at that. Yeah, we got a few. I just looked back, and if we had won our last eight games, it takes us back to March. Uh, so, so that says something, Jeez. I guess. Very well then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Abouisa, who used to play, we played at Bradford last year, then played at Scunny. Yeah. Uh, really talented, uh, can come off the inside, and will smash it in from thirty-five yards out. That apparently is our game plan, um, and so he's great. Malarkey on the right, who was, uh, what is he playing for? I think he was playing for Accrington last year. He's been a really good um, signing. Um, but we've, but Camo Conte is head and shoulders above absolutely everyone. You know, when you just got a player that's just, you know, he he's so good, he's shit because he's pl- trying to play passes for people that are just yeah. nowhere in his. It's yeah. like if I was playing with Alan Powton, it just wouldn't work. Because you know he's 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 passing it, you know, five yards in front of me. I go, I can't run that fast. <laughs> yeah. Again, just sounds eerily familiar to yeah. players we've had in the past. Like that. It, it it was a weird one because I think we were linked with him at one point in the oh, summer. I mean, you got enough. And then there was, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the time we didn't think we did, but it turns out, it turns out <laughs> we, we've we've got a weird thing going on at the moment where. When we had this terrible start to the season, we were playing like we we had a target man up front. When we've mm. not had we, we hadn't had water available since February or March, and we're still so the general feeling coming up to, to deadline day in August. I think the majority of our fans were saying, right, we need a, we need a focal point up front because if we're going to play like this, we need a target man. And now that we've we scored, we've changed system and we're scoring freely and winning games. The people people like. Making little digs, say, "Oh, people said we needed a striker." It's like, yes, but we fucking did. We did. Yeah, that that we... was the point. We did, and we've changed. Just it's got to be all black or white. I can't... Oh, it reminds me. Right? Well, I think I went that's off on the it best. That's the best week. way life can be. Let's be entirely honest, Nick. Uh, just black or white the whole time. You know, life is so much better. Uh, but um, yeah, no, we're the same. We just don't have a. We also, I think we were, we were kind of hoping out to get Armstrong from Harrogate. Because like, oh, weren't we all, like, mate? Weren't we yeah. all? It's like it looks like a Viking, uh, so you know, it'll settle in Grimsby fine, and um, you know, we're slightly bigger than Harrogate, so even we can, you know. And then it came out that MK Dons had bid like half a million for him. We're like, oh, well, we're out of that, we're not having that. What's the point in that, you know, half a million on some bloke who scored like, and from all reports from Harrogate players, fans, he's not that great, 
he's you know just the, their main guy where 90 percent of the ball goes through him um so it's like well what what chance do we have so you know we rummage around the bargain bin because who have Wrexham got that that's not even in their team that I would take in a heartbeat is it Waters I would take him a, yeah I'd take him in a heartbeat and he'd be loved here he wouldn't even be he'd, and he always gets on welcome to Wrexham as well because we it always ends quite nicely those series from what <laughs> I've watched of them first one was great the start of this one was brilliant as well. Love the trailer. Just Luke Waterfall shouting "fuck off" at Paul Mullin. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you want. I've, I've actually not. I've, I've only watched the first first three of this series, but I'm not. Same. And I'm not. not I mean, maybe because I'm not hanging on for County featuring in it and for their playoffs. Maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe the, the fact that I'm actually, there just doesn't seem to be any real narrative to it. They seem to be jumping about quite a lot. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, but it's I think we've got two more Stafford, series to come, yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is, it, yeah, isn't he amazing? Well, he's got the fastest car and he was a bit of a prick at the beginning, so no one really likes him that much. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's just a bit weird, isn't it? We've got a documentary coming out, apparently. I don't know who we've sold that to. Is there a, like a discount pr- prime or something? What's like it, we sold it to like Blockbuster or something. I don't know, but beyond one of them, one of them weird things where you sign up to Amazon Prime thinking you're going to get all the TV shows, and then you go uh, onto Prime Video, and there's all these other added ones like Stars and Paramount. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm paying for Prime. <laughs> what do you want from me? And they you always like put something ev- really. You sound good like on every eleven-year-old child outside a Lidl. Oh <laughs> God, my 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 nephew's obsessed with that stuff. Is it's it just... still going? Yeah, I thought it was just like a, 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 I thought it was like a flash mob or something, some kind of big prank. Well, I, I, I think the, that um... about most things that the young people are into, to be honest. What's <laughs> so all these little noz things going around? Look at these borrowers trying to do Fast and Furious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the, um... It was the. Um... Was it Luke and Pete who do the football ramble? They said that they wanted all the dads to start drinking Prime just to really ruin the reputation of it. <laughs> just, just hanging around. <laughs> like I, I, I started. Yeah, I started <laughs> calling it Prime just just to annoy my nephew. I'm like, oh, so you've got yourself another bottle of Prime? He's like, it's Prime. I was like, no, it's, it's, it's Prime. It's, it's foreign. It's Prime. And yeah, it's from it, Primark. He, he, it's best that he hates me now rather than. When, when he grows up to... Well, when have you started own, taking him to Stockport uh, games? I took him to a, a friendly against Fleetwood a couple of years when he was like <laughs> three and he, and he wanted to go after like 25 minutes and so did I, in all honesty. So it worked, it worked out all right. But he's got... Um, you pe- put Peppa Pig on and you were both fine. Yeah. We, we bloody... I, I love Peppa Pig, mate. So, Bluey, it's, it's all about Bluey they... now. Oh, it's yeah. I know, I know. I've I've not delved into well yeah blue is a very different thing in my day I used to have to go to the ice cream van for that but it's I don't, I don't know he's got a he got a kit at the start of the season he got the, he got the shirt the new home shirt and he's been wearing it all the time and then my sister got him the shorts as well so he's already a full kit wanker my um you you guys will hate this my lad started like in Harland and then mm. so he's he's like. I bought him a dodgy Chinese Man City shirt. Um, you know, you can tell it's because it's not got Puma logo on it. 
Uh, and, um, is, it, is it upside down? Does it look like a yeah. goat? <laughs> no, it's not county official merchandise. It's county it's official merchandise when the badge is upside down. <laughs> it says a, it's, it's Puma upside down, so it just says a mud and that <laughs> and a dead cat on its back. But um, he he's got doing Island that. on the back. <laughs> House of Holland. That's a Grimsby reference, but. Um, yeah, and he took we. My dad, well, I was up in Grimsby, so I said to my dad, Oh, can you take him to the Tim Pot game because they'll play Man City? And Town drew with them, so now he just assumes because he's dumb that we're as good as Man City, so he's you know turned back to the dark side. It's brilliant. <laughs> I feel like he's putting you down there, like you're better than Man City. It's okay, we're morally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind Harland on a loan deal for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Just... <laughs> uh, who was it that tried to sign him on like they did like you know them little ship oh i think it's like ashton united or someone they tried someone to get like him on that, loan yeah. during the world cup because he was just kicking around the training ground yeah. Yeah. poor sod like, oh yeah and then everyone else started doing it as well it's, it's that it's that school of football banter where if you see an article about ryan giggs you have to comment and go where's his brother's wife it's like yeah it's been, it's been done mate it's been done at least be creative with it but it's it's, it's been done today. you can't talk about her like that nick <laughs> that's terrible that's disgusting oh god right before before Sorry. we let you go and cause chaos elsewhere Alex, i we, have uh... another one of these little panda pop things that i found in here i don't know how long they've been in here for I mean, they'll, they'll they just get more for at least 10 years now. <laughs> Look, they're amazing. Potent with time. God. <laughs> That's a blast from the past, then. Shall we, shall we start, cha- instead of Prime, we've got to get kids onto these things again. Yeah, you have to turn it upside down and chew the bottom, though, and drink it that way. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yep. how, the, how the beer chugging started. Yeah. You chug, chug, chug. <laughs> My, my local shop, when the the shop we used to get off the when we got off the bus after school, there's a little news agents there, and in the summer they put them in the freezer, so you'd have oh, like a big, big block of flavored ice. Yeah, yeah, that was. Did you? Then people, did... people start throwing them at the buses, and they broke a window. Yeah. Did you? Um, did you have? Did your corner shop used to have like a little some scissors behind the counter as well, so that when you got one of the yeah. little pop, they, yeah, yeah, one, one pass got, brilliant. <laughs> I got done for taking it. This is, this is just turned into a Peter K stand up set. <laughs> Remember Barrings. <laughs> what was that about? I wanted to take my I did want to take my very Surrey wife to Neto. Uh, but there isn't there's just none anymore. I can't find it. I have to take it to farm foods instead. That's the closest I can get to sort of that experience. Now, at school, I got given a Neto bag once to put my football boots in for PE, and I got laughed at. Now, I'd bloody nowadays, Aldi and Lidl are the places to be. You can get away with no. it now. Could you imagine nowadays? You know, like Copper and stuff, all those weird ones where they'll have a 1986 Stockport County shirt for £7,000. Like, they'd love a Neto bag. Like, you imagine how much that would go for. Isn't there the... Genuinely, yeah. Yeah. So there would be a picture, isn't there? That really weird uh, fashion brand which goes for really sh- is it like Gabachi or something? Like, I don't know what it's called. Balenciaga. Balenciaga. That's it. Yeah. He, he sounds like a, it sounds like a like a Serie C football team, and um, yeah, so you can imagine them like that in like a town shirt from the nineties. We had a one that looked like um, AC Milan's, and then just a Neto bag, and it would be like fifteen thousand pounds. 
Sorry, what did you want yeah, to ask they me do about? These things like, they do these things that are like, it's like a high-vis coat, and you're paying like three grand to look like you're working on the railways. It's mental. <laughs> Screw fixes doing the killing. Like, yeah, 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 they're loving it. Like, we're talking, mate. Like, before we let you go, mate, we, we've, I hate asking this question because it's just... Oh, I don't like it. Is it about guessing what the score's going to be? Yeah, predict, yep. prediction for Saturday then. How many are you winning by? <laughs> I don't even think we'll God, just the confusion in our in our forums and on social media would be hilarious just to not understand because there's quite a militant it's a bit Wenger-esque now you know at the end where it was you know Wenger in Wenger out every week it's kind of the same thing uh, so I'm reckoning it's going to be shall we go for full entertainment it's going to be nil nil no one's going to do anything and then someone's going to ironically set off a Mexican wave uh, which will start a riot. <laughs> I'm in. I'd be alright with that. That's worth my ticket price. Yeah, absolutely yeah. fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I just... if, if if you're going to start a Mexican wave, then a riot is probably. The... And what I really I hope, really. Nick, is someone's going to take one of these frozen and then throw it at the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Nine nine hundred Grimsy fans are getting them frozen, and they're just going to launch them all. But you can't take a bottle top in. You can have them frozen, but you can't take a bottle top in. Just the idea it's unseasonably warm and they've all just got really wet trousers now because it's melted in their pockets. <laughs> Everybody's, I'm really sticky. Isn't that normal for Grimsby fans? Oh, well, this is sisters are in town. When we beat, when we beat Southampton... We had a commentator. It's like, it's an incredible moment. She goes, oh, they're smelling a cup upset or it could be fish. She's like, is that what we get? You get Preeta Jory doing like, this is the night of Olympians and champions. And we just got some woman on it from actually, they go, they smell a fish, don't they? It's like, well, not anymore. We ain't got that. <laughs> Brexit sort of that. It'd be like going, don't these people in Sheffield smell a cold? No, because that industry died years ago. <laughs> Thanks. Cheers, Maggie. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> out, out, out. <laughs> oh, and that's God. what the real thing oh, with the BBC is. <laughs> See, that's what I would have said in the cold open. I'd love to start a cold open with that, and that's the problem with the BBC. Where, oh. where, what is your uh, definition of um, a terrorist here on the on the Bulgara War shirt scarf thing podcast? Anyone who disagrees with me. <laughs> It okay, is on the on the domestic terrorist watch list. <laughs> we, Any, um, anyone who didn't laugh at my Jamal Jamal Khashoggi gag last night, they uh, they said that in the UN watch list. <laughs> Eddie Howe, he's he's on there. He's anyone well, he's a dark one, isn't he? He's the one in an ITV documentary that killed the kids. Like when it's revealed after a six-part TV series, the Sheridan Smith playing him. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sheridan Smith Sheridan. is Eddie Howe. <laughs> uh, do you know what? That'd be a, not a bad casting choice, really, would it? It would be the really That'd big bloke one gets a hard on over. Who's the one that Mike Tyndall or whatever? He's a rugby player, isn't he? Or not a rugby player? I don't know. Yeah, he's a yeah. rugby player who's married to the royal family. Not married to the whole royal family, but just one. Well, of them. some would <laughs> suggest himself about a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So does Prince William if the rumors are true. <laughs> right, let, before we get too libelous, let's let Alex go. Alex, it's been a pleasure. Oh, I live near Pizza, Pizza Express in Woking. Do you want me to take a photo? <laughs> you so used to have a ZZZ. Do you? 
Yeah. I'm in, I'm in, uh, I am in Ash. I'm in Walton on Thames, so I think you're slightly oh. closer. I think you are slightly closer. I mean, I could have gone down the darkest joke and I'll message Nick it. <laughs> but there was something that started in Walton on Thames and then ended over here. And you'll need to Google that uh, because it is can very you, unsavory. Can you, can you, was put it the manhunt for a serial killer? Yes. Really? That's my type, my type of uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> Browsing. I'm curious now because I thought I knew everything about this sordid town. Millie Dowler. Oh, I mean, you she, didn't have to say it. Yeah, she was, she she was taking... literally. Um, I because Walton. I Sorry, walked, Nick. I no, it, you have to... <laughs> I uh, I regularly walk down the road she was abducted from. Regularly. What in um, hope? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll be the one to find her um, after every no, um, after every defeat. I think he's single. He's all right. <laughs> Just takes defeats um, really badly. <laughs> Take me. No, I had. I probably shouldn't joke about this. I had friends at school who were really good Sorry. friends with her. Uh, yeah, she was my age, so yeah, kind of. I was. I walked past the crossroads. That Enjoy the titling this one, Nick. That night. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Shoggy versus Owler. Go 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 back off. to your Kishoggy joke joke. <laughs> I mean, never thought I'd say this. This is lies. Please, as soon as we need to lighten the mood a bit, here's what I said. Here's my Jamel Kishoggy joke. So all, I, all, all I said was, so I was, I was doing cultural references for the period we were talking about. I said yeah. in October 2016. In October 2016, Jamal Kishoggy was killed at the Saudi embassy in Istanbul. But it's all right because people like Eddie Howe, don't they? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It was wasn't even laughing at him. Just I'm sorry. I mean, it's he, not he your deserved best, more. He deserved a round of applause, but I'm not getting one off him, am I? So <laughs> famously, <laughs> right, Alex. It's been later, it was all going well. Enjoy, 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 enjoy that email. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we, we, we we will see you for. Our inevitable FA these Cup are the, second round. Yeah. These, are our, these are the terrorists I find offensive in order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I want them in order. I want a full-on yeah. countdown. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. See you all later. Enjoy, <laughs> your, enjoy your promotion. See you later. <laughs> yeah, see you later. <laughs> Look at her, didn't it? <laughs> I didn't see it coming. You're gonna say something then? Not doing it. New new Nick. Not not gonna not gonna say what I was about to say then. Let's move on. It's right. fine. I, I the words came out of my mouth and I immediately regretted them, so I think I went in the same yeah. This will lighten the mood. Mate. I just got a rejection from a short film I auditioned for, but it was a very nice rejection, so Oh that makes it oh. so much better. Yeah. yeah, I like being told I'm talented. So, like, if you want to just reject me, just tell me you think I'm talented, and then I'll just. Be That's like... the same as I get off the women. Yeah, it's exactly the same sort of rejection I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like you're you, very talented. You, you, you are. You, you, you're great. You're a nice guy. You, you, you're witty. You're funny. I like your sense of humor. I think you're cool. Well, you're a twat. It's just not for me. You just, you just <laughs> knock me a bit sick. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Oh, uh, Matt Bryan in the comments went where we refused to go. Thank you, Matt Bryan. Always a pleasure not putting that comment up. 
<laughs> hey, let's cheeky bit of admin, and then we'll get on to tomorrow. So the detail, well, half of the details for our Christmas do are out there if you are a subscriber on Patreon. Uh, £3 a month gets you early access to an ad-free audio version of these weekly episodes, gets you the Courtyard Club call, gets you our bonus podcast, which we are getting round to next week, myself and Ben. Uh, we are at home Saturday, so Jordi Hatter's Away Day show will be two weeks on Saturday, next next Saturday away game. What else have we got? Let's have a quick chat about last night, shall we? So obviously, myself and Ben were hosting... The 2019 Champions Celebration at Stockport Gin. I'd say a very good night was had by all. Uh, two two highlights for me. Well, three highlights for me. Um, Russ put in a podcast tab behind the bar for us to all get all get drinks. All on the beers, and then Waggy decides to get himself a double gunpowder gin and tonic. Uh, it was a single. It was a single. Was it just a single? All right, it was oh, that, that's only like two, that's did, like two did, quid more get, than the beers. I did get permission off the head teacher before I actually ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> um, another highlight was when we were all stood propping up the bar before it all begun, and then the players arrived, and it was just full-on school disco vibes. Like us, <laughs> us at the bar, and yeah, then all the... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Away days we count you great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Do you think do you think I should go and talk? I, I said I said that to someone, I was like, should, should I go and talk to him? It's like, well, you will be for like two hours in a minute. So you probably should now, yeah. But I, I, I thought it was, it was a wonderful evening. It was, it was good to. I almost didn't want to get them up on stage because they were clearly all having such a good time chatting away to each other. Yeah, you could tell that they were uh, still a, like close knit, weren't they? They say because they've still got yeah. WhatsApp groups and everything where they're all chatting to each other and stuff. So yeah, yeah after Darren yeah. Stevenson because he he departed very early on to go and he was the first one to arrive we we took him over to the, where the state the stage area was told him how it was going to work when we were getting him on and then he yeah he just disappeared because he had a basketball match and he didn't realize the evening would go on that long I don't I don't know what he expected but he's gone down in my estimation now well wow. I mean, Sam Walker came from yeah. Kings Lynn to uh to, to come up, but yeah, very good. Got, got some good insight, some very good insight from Jim Gannon and from the players. It's just the inside. So, and I think I think we managed to ask some questions that haven't been asked. So we got some some new insight. Yeah, no, we didn't yeah, ask so Jim Gannon was, about the skybox. It was yeah, it was it was good because it's like obviously Ben knowing the or just holding that much information that. 
it, it was like there was a couple of times where he mentioned like, oh yeah, and obviously you came on and you scored this goal, and you could see the player was like, did I? <laughs> it was just like what? <laughs> it was just some of the some of the absolute like minute detail that he knows about. I mean, generally about Stockport, about County, but for that season, he was just like say, and it was good because the way that he did it was he went from the beginning. Well, he did a bit of a prelude, didn't he, to build up to that season of where we were, where we'd been, where we were, where we were going, and then just like went through the season and brought different people up at different times throughout that season. It was, it, I thought it was really good. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, was, cool. Yeah. Different, different way of doing it. I think that was, that was what we wanted to go for. I kind of wanted to, to do it a bit. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I mean, he still, he still got, his still got his shirts out every so often, doesn't he? Didn't he? But uh, it wasn't like previously sort of concentrated more on the shirts than I think on the players possibly. But I think, yeah, because it was a review of the whole season, I thought it was. I thought I thought it went really, really well. Yeah, got it all, got it all covered, and there'll be there'll be more of that sort of thing coming up. I think we're going to be collaborating with the co-op again in future. So yeah, big thanks to the Stockport County Supporters Cooperative for organising that, and uh, to Paul and Cheryl at Stockport Gin as well for just serving. And it, it got to a point where after it finished, a lot of people left. There's people still hanging around getting pictures and what have you. And then the players left, and then there was still like a collective of people just still there at the bar. I, 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 Paul and Cheryl are still there now, just, just <laughs> still, still, still like serving up. Serving it would, up it would be if we were still there. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's true. Kind of drink it dry. But yes, we, we that is. Little sneak peek of the information for the Christmas do. That is where our Christmas do will be. We will be in that upstairs room at Stockport Gin, and we've got a nice little panel show thing going on with Ben Walker hosting, me and Russ as team captains, Waggy on Russ's team. We're going to do a coin toss for who's going to have Sam and Liam. Seen as seen as my main objective for the evening is going to be to annoy Russ to ruin Russ's Christmas. <laughs> so I don't I, I'm not bothered who I've got on my team. It's fine. But, but yeah, so keep an eye on the subscriber stuff on the Patreon because subscribers get first dibs. I think we're gonna do free tickets for that. Free tickets on the understanding that it's gonna be a boozy night. So you will be expected to spend money on the bar. I think that's fair enough. It's Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna film it? You could do like I don't a, know. a big fat quiz of the year style thing. I'm just saying it because I almost certainly won't be able to go there and it does sound like it could be quite funny. We, we will Once certainly try and record it this year. <laughs> well, that was, that was the problem. Well, no, the, the problem last year was that Russ set his laptop up and then plugged the mixer and the mics in. And then before we started, I went down to just double check that he had the right input set and he snapped at me. He snapped at me. I was like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, I'm just... He's like, it's fine, it's fine. And then the next day I get a message. He's like, I had the inputs wrong, didn't I, on Audacity? I was like, yes, that's what I was checking. So, th so that that was unsalvageable. And from what I've heard, it was for the best. It was for the best that none of last year's came out. <laughs> very libelous at that. After the interval, it got very libelous. So... You can edit these dodged. things. You can, you can, you, can, you know... Some say that would be an improvement. <laughs> I might, might give that a go next week, see what happens. Right, but let's, some let's, some let's say we are already AI. <laughs> see, in, in my day, that was just a thing that Ali G said. I, AI. 
gentle comedy, gentle comedy tonight. They can't all be they can't all be winners like the Khashoggi joke. That's all I'm saying. So from the distant past that was 2019 to the very recent past that was the 14th of October 2023. See, but I can I can remember dates as well. Take that, Ben. A lovely, <laughs> lovely win at Harrogate on Saturday. Will thoughts? Go. Um, routine, really, to the point where I actually had to double check who we played and what the score was <laughs> before coming on. <laughs> because I was like, I know we won and I know it was comfortable, but I've forgotten almost everything about the game. Um, I love JK trying to give Louis Barry the second goal. Um, I mean, as someone who had a bet on Louis Barry to score, I was not you a agreed. fan of that. I saw, I saw the tweet. Um, yeah. Yeah, I bet. I think I had him to score on my fan hub, but I got 11 out of 11 anyway, so it was fine. And I got Ryan Crowsdale's booking. Um, Same. He just better not get booked again because we don't have cover. Um, why that was a penalty, I don't know. No, it wasn't Very a pen. Definitely wasn't a pen. Like, I just, I, I would love to see it. Well, I'm wondering if, because I've seen someone suggest that the liner gave it, but I haven't been able to see a video clip anywhere of what the liner does at that point. Um, but the ref should not have given If the liner's given it, I can sort of see if the ref's not sure. Liner actually has a worse view, but the liner's like, yeah, because I can see how where they were, they might think it was a foul. But where the ref was, which was the same view as the camera, it's like, he's got the ball, and then the guy's fallen over. It's not a pen. I mean, some of us some of us had, a, had an accumulator on uh, teams to win and both teams to score. So I was... At that point, Salford were a goal up at Wrexham and nothing yeah. could possibly go wrong. And then go to make a You should have cashed out five minutes before full-time. Yeah. Knowing that it was Wrexham and they were they were losing by yeah. one, and you should yeah. have cashed out. That I know. I, yeah. Don't don't think I've not been saying that to myself in my sleep every single night since. Like just every, every, everyone else absolutely killed it for me, and then and then that happens, and I just I, should have, I should have just cashed out and then made me a cup of tea, not gone. Oh, I'll go and make a cup of tea and think about cashing out like a dickhead. But yeah, it's it's good to see. It's very much been a hallmark of our last couple of promotions is getting the game won in the first half mm-hmm. and then being able, being able to rest players, make subs, conserve energy. Do you think that's fair? That's a fair assumption, Waggy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that the first goal, I mean, that was uh, how how did Sars score from that angle? That was, I mean, it was quick thinking, quick thinking by Southam Hales, you, you know, quick throw over the top and took out three of their players. Um, and then Sars to put it in from there was just absolutely unbelievable. But again, it was another Sars masterclass, wasn't it? He was absolutely astounding all over the pitch. He was just brilliant. Again, head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, I almost don't want to tempt fate with Sars because because we've had we've had this before. But it genuinely seems he's get he's getting into a proper run of games now. We've got that that midfield three that has been so, that's been so crucial to us is back and fully fit now. But Polo looks a different player to how he did. End of yeah, last yeah, season. Last, well, yeah, last four or five games, Colin's been amazing. 
didn't Chalmers say in an interview recently that Collar's fully fit for the first time yes. basically since non-league? Yeah. Like, yeah. He was carrying something basically all of last season, yeah. just at different points. And yeah, and it shows. And I think there's a lot been made of the switch from a back five to a back four. And it, I think we are definitely, with the players that we have available, I think we are suited more to a back four at the moment. Um, but I do think getting those three together consistently is is key to this. And the run really started when that was able to happen. Mm-hmm. I think the first game that they all did like pretty much a full game together was the Wimbledon game. Um, I think because I, I think did Powell start as well? Powell I went think. off injured, didn't he? When he, yeah. he should, have, should have had the penalty, got injured from that tackle and he went off then, I think, yeah. didn't he? Think? Was that when... That was Walsall. That was Walsall. Sorry, yeah, that was Walsall, wasn't no, it? I was scored against like, MK. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, th- the three of them just... They com- their games complement each other. They understand each other and where, you know, when one's going to go and when one's going to sit. And just, yeah, we... Powell scored at MK Don's, so... Are you saying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he's saying that he's yeah, got like injured. Injury, yeah. 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 Um, just the way that those three mesh is superb. And then I think as well, just um, uh, Odin... Odin Bailey is just yeah. I was going to say he, he, he was yeah. he, he was close to I mean, all he was missing was the goal, wasn't it on on Saturday for Bailey and that one there where he hit it from the edge of the area that was like oh, he's cursed. that was that was class. But yeah, again, he's, he, he's not considering he was a very underwhelming last day signing, everybody was like, "Why have we signed him? What do we need him for?" But he's again he's slotted into the team and plays well sort of sitting behind the back two and interchanging the stuff with Barry and stuff. And again, he was he was excellent on Saturday. He was absolutely brilliant. And he he, he sort of I think he does sort of remind me of a bit of a hippolyte type player. Yeah. I know he's obviously left footed and stuff like that, but he does remind me of that type of player that he is versatile, that he can, you know, play in a few positions because I think I think it was at Accrington when was it Accrington when we dropped to a back five and he went like left mm. wing back. He dropped in as left wing back, and again he still looked comfortable there. But I think, yeah, I think Saturday was his was his his, his best game that he's had. Um, and but he's 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 been improving every time that he's been playing as well. It's nice that we've gone from being underwhelmed by the signing to looking at what's going to happen in January when his loans up. Yeah, I mean, you'd imagine there's possibly a cash plus plus player deal to be done. Uh, it, it, there, might, there might be a couple of players we might look to get off the wage bill, and may, maybe something will something will work out in that respect. But, but you'd, you'd imagine we, he's clearly not not fancied at Salford if they were that happy to let him yes, go. Well, not, that, not yeah, that's the strange well, thing is how how could he not fit in or be a part of like not even getting on the bench at Salford? Yeah. I think it's something. Well, from what I've seen, something to do with the falling out between him and their manager. Which means what we could really do with is Salford playing okay to the point where they don't get rid of their manager yeah. until after January. <laughs> because <laughs> I have a I have a feeling that if he's gone in January, they will have another look at Bailey. But if he's still if sorry, if he's 
yeah, if he's gone in January, they'll have another look at Bailey. But if he's still there, I think we have a better shot of making possibly making the big deal permanent. Yeah, he's he's out of contract at the end of the season anyway, isn't he? So yeah. I think I think they might want to try and get some cash for him. Um, yeah, I I, I I can't see him. I can't see him going back. But un, unless, as you say, unless they get a new manager and he sees what he's doing at county, and then he thinks, oh well, he can he can come in and do a job for us. What we should do, because I mean, the rumor going round is that Roy Keane is going to be next Salford manager. Possibly, he's been he's been spending a lot of time there. He's been get, getting involved a fair bit. Um, so the talk is that he's going to be next manager. But I don't, I don't know if you've heard this, but when when Keane was manager of Sunderland, he wanted to sign Robbie Savage, so he he phoned yes. Savage up and it, and it went to voicemail, and Robbie Savage's <laughs> voicemail was him going what, <laughs> and Roy Keane just put the phone down. <laughs> so we need to get Odin Bailey. Just do that. That's fine. Yeah. It's still obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. It would still wind him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Odin, if you if you if you're reading, then uh, get get that done for us. Does anyone does anyone still change? I don't, I don't have, I don't use voicemail. Me, I've I've got God knows how many voicemail messages, and I just don't. It's always someone selling something. I don't bother. I listen to every voicemail that I've got, partly because I have a thing of I don't answer unknown numbers. So if it's important, I want someone to leave a voicemail so that I know who they are and that it is important. Um, I only stopped doing outgoing messages when I didn't want to get a second SIM card for um, work under a different name. So I didn't want to explain in my outgoing message that I have two names. So <laughs> I just I just have the default one there. Um, but I did used to do personal messages because it encourages people to actually leave a message. Yeah, mine's a company phone, so I have to I have to have a message that's there. I've not, I've not listened to my own message for a long, long time, but I do always re- look at my, or re- listen to my answer phone messages because generally they're from customers and stuff. Not all we know. For all we know, your outgoing message could be, where's that? <laughs> many many years ago i, was, I did yeah, have, i was hoping for um, keen to sign me <laughs> i i did do silly jokey outgoing messages when i was in my late teens early 20s and i stopped when i had a bus trying to get hold of me and my message at the time was i'm like you'll hear from me if i can be asked or something like that and he he got the hump and i got bollocking for it so i don't do i, I stopped doing the jokey ones even though it was my personal number it wasn't like it was a work phone it was my own, own number but yeah i i stopped doing it when so i must have been about 18 19 i used to have like jokey ones and then my mum had to phone me to tell me that my granddad had died and i just thought of her having to sit through I, and I think I think what it might have been, it might have been the same. I might have had the same one since I was like thirteen, and it was me saying, "Oh, I'm not available right now." But if if you follow this message, if you, if you follow these instructions, and then it was a clip of Craig David singing, "Please leave a message after the tone," <laughs> and and I just imagine having to sit through that to let me know some grave news. Just horrible, isn't it? Uh, I mean, just, uh, that that is. I wouldn't have all over. <laughs> I wouldn't have left a voicemail personally. I don't think that's how you break that kind of news to somebody. Um, oh no, she left. She left a voicemail saying, "Can you give me a ring?" Cool. Okay, 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 okay. Fine, yeah. Fine. And then I assumed she just wanted something picking up from the shop, so I didn't. I didn't ring her back. 
I mean, it's, it, I won't say it's like it doesn't even hit the top hundred in the list of my uh, my life's regrets. I'd, I'd, I'd say uh, not cashing out on Saturday is, <laughs> is higher than it. <laughs> not, not saying I he was a horrible man or anything. I had us to lose to Bradford and could have cashed out um, a couple of minutes before we equalised, and I I just assumed that we were going to lose again. So yeah, just goes to show gambling like for more. And that's why There's I do it. There's only one winner. There's only one winner with gambling, and that's the bookies. Having been in a bookie, that is completely true. Completely true. And right, what else? Have... Gone. Unless if Donald Trump opened a bookie, given that he is the only man who's managed to bankrupt casinos. Um, so, yeah. What a twat. What? A twat. <laughs> what? So. We also have a couple of awards, not not for us. Well, never say never. Because well. start of November, start of November, me and Russ are off to the Northwest Football Awards to rub shoulders with the great and good. Well, I say that they're just going to put us on a table in the corner as the o- the only actual football fans in the room. They'll just stick us in the corner and leave our award till last. All right, you've, you've had your dinner now. Piss off, home lads. I'll do. <laughs> but, but a couple of county awards. Is it the was it the EFL award or is it just the League Two award? Challenger Manager of the Month and Louis Barry Player of the Month. Yeah, and Louis Barry got the EFL Young Player of the Month. So he got the the League Young Player of the Month. Like the the oh, whole. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He should he should get he should like give us one of them and like just put it. They look good in the background then. I can, I can, I can get. I've got space. I can put it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we'll have one. We'll have one each. One each. I mean, when Dave Challoner inevitably gets it every month from now until the end of the season, I'm sure he'll be happy to like offload a couple of them. Good, good little, good little auction. That shall we? Put some, I've got, I've got a feeling I've missed something big, but I can't think what. We've talked about Grimsby. We've talked about Harrogate. We've talked about Score predictions Barry. for Grimsby. We've talked oh, about the crimes of Levi Belfield. <laughs> what more can you want from a League Two podcast? Oh, I didn't want you to bring it up again. It really, I'd completely forgotten about it. Um... I didn't. It's been up here. It's up here. It's up here. Um, let's put some stuff in the in the reses. Oh, I do have something for the reses. Go on, you can go first then. Excellent. Um, DHL. <laughs> Nick knows. Nick knows. Uh, it, it, DHL are, I would say, seventy-five percent of the me- the reason why I missed last night and why I'm still in sorry. Um, they can get to fuck. Air tags, on the other it, hand, are brilliant. Um, air tags. I, I, I'm a full convert to air tags. Um, air tags out of the resers and DHL. Yeah. But if DHL, if you, if DHL aimed. To go in the reses, they'd end up like on a railway line near Falkirk somewhere, wouldn't they? So, <laughs> funnily enough, that is one of the stations that um, the the bag in question ended up at. You know, um... I, I listen, I listen. <laughs> Good listener. Uh... That, that's something. Else, that's something else the women say. Good listener as well. Uh... Good listener. I just don't want you to listen to me. Good this listener, general... but when you open your mouth, it's awful. Yeah. Good listener. Bad talker. Yeah. No yeah. feeling. That's yeah. that's I'm putting out my Tinder bio. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> needs, needs something to jazz it up. God <laughs> almighty. 
Yes, I, I, I fully agree. Given, given the uh, the heartache you've shared with me that you've gone through, I've been to deal with that. I, it's I been, it's been all consuming. I've been losing sleep. Um, robbed you of your best years of your life. Oh, no, they're, they're long gone. They are long gone. Join Jesus. the club. These, these um, Tinder bios are just writing themselves these days, aren't they? Dad bod without the responsibility. That's what belongs on mine. Well, I might try that. Can, can, can I use some of your pictures as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Go and scam some grannies. Waggy, what are you putting in the resus? Uh, uh, give me a couple of minutes. If you've got one for the resus, uh, you go for it, and I'll try and have another, another think. I have, but I'm, I'm trying to think whether I've done it before or not. I mean, uh, it doesn't doesn't stop Peter K, does it? Really, he just <laughs> he's, he's done it all before, and he's going back doing it again. Um, I now hopefully you'll be able to remind me whether I've done it or not. Fans shouting for players to shoot when they get the ball twenty five or thirty yards out. Yeah, when it's when Ryan Crowsdale gets the ball and someone says shoot, no, no. No, see, I, no. Yeah, I, I think you have done this because you, you I think have... you mentioned Crowsdale about that yeah. same yeah. thing. You Still have, me, clearly. But I think it's worth reiterating. It winds me up as well. Um, yeah. Then it's always followed by, when, when the shot inevitably goes over, it's always followed by, what the fuck are you shooting from there for? Because like, you told me to. <laughs> I, just, I, I very rarely like shots from outside the box. Um they don't come off they don't come off the majority of time when they do it's great but usually there's a better option um and yeah there are times when it's acceptable and it happens and it we miss and i go okay yeah no i see why he's gone for that but there are times where i'm like there was a pass on there was somebody who could have been in the box and you just we're trying to you know yeah not a fan well, as a quick aside, while well, Waggy's getting prepared for what he's going to put in the resers, favourite favourite slash best county goal from outside the box. That's a good one, that, isn't it? That's a good little... So, so Gleeson. Paul, Paul Cook and Stephen Gleeson are top two, surely. Glenn Rule at Nuneaton? No. No. Uh, Mulhern? Glenn Rule uh, is, on my, uh, is on my list of county players that I don't like, and there's not a very long list of county players that I don't like. We should have. He should have been bounced out of the club for from the moment that he bit um, an opposition player. Um, he had nice hair, yeah. though, didn't he? He didn't. I sat behind him at Solihull when he was suspended. Greasy as fuck. So, yeah. I think that was me, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I think he was playing that day, mate. No, he wasn't. He was suspended. Yeah. And Robinson. That's the one. That's the one where Robinson got sent off um, for. Mm, mm, some kind of altercation with the linesman. And I still maintain that whatever he did happened before he came on the pitch and we should have been allowed to bring on a different substitute. But we were never going to win that game because someone I went to school with played for Solihull. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Cy Lomas has suggested uh, Adam Proudlock for his hat-trick against Wrexham on an absolute pudding of a pitch, if I remember rightly. That's a good shout. Uh, Chris Crowther says Gleason or yeah, again Proudlock. 
Uh, Crowsdale against Chesterfield is a, a left field shout. But was that not deflected? I'm imagining that that was deflected now, in which case you lose points for that, don't you? Depends on the deflection. If it's a hilarious so, deflection, then it gains points. But if it's just like a, like if it's come off someone's nose or their backside, then yeah, great. But if well, it's just... any of Jeff King. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is the know. that is the trauma with if Chesterfield got this season, yay for Ash Palmer, but it makes that's, Jeff King happy. That's a good shout. Keen, um, yeah, Keen against Needham. Keen versus Needham Market. Keen versus Southport, as we discussed last night. Mulhern against was it Dover? Dover yeah. away, yeah. Yeah, Dover away or Rooney against Rochdale? No. From the halfway line. I don't, I don't no. like him, so no. well, yeah, okay. File him with like, file him, file him in the Glen Rule cabinet. Yeah, Sars no. yeah, Sars versus Mansfield, even though they scored like two goals within three minutes of us they taking the lead. Silomus <laughs> has got a fantastic shout. The, the goal that was shown on Brazilian TV. Paul Ware against Carlisle. Uh, we've got D Danny Lloyd against Brackley. Um, the, probably the best short corner in county history, I think. But all, all the people who whinge about short corners, I want to show them that goal and be like, that's how you do it. But that that was that was a bit of a double edged sword, that one, because did not that was FA Trophy, so it gave yeah. us a away game on the Tuesday night. Which we lost. Yeah, I think that was the yeah. least I've ever celebrated a worldie of a goal. Uh, a last minute, a last minute worldy equaliser. It had everything, yeah. but it was in the yeah. FA Trophy against Brackley. Yeah. yeah, shame. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what we did miss. Um, FA Cup draw. I knew there was something big. Dream draw. Now you're talking. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yes, definitely. I, I, that can go in the resus as well. People saying, "Oh, I want Portsmouth away in round one." No, you don't, because that's a terrible draw in round one. Um. I am a fan. Uh, I it's my birthday if it happens on the Saturday, um, but I know that Ben Walker doesn't want it to be on the Saturday because it's also his wife's birthday, and and quite a quite a milestone one from what I understand as well. So he he yeah he he can't get out of that. But yeah, um, it gives me an excuse to stay in Stockport for another week. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Um, a winnable game. We do need to take it seriously because we know as well as anybody from being at both ends of it that cup upsets happen. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm a fan. I would like us to win. And then I would like um, Chesham United in the second round because of the Alex Horn Taskmaster connection. And that is the second Taskmaster reference I've got into this podcast tonight. And it's fairly local for you as well. So <laughs> Yeah, Chesham is I'm... relatively local. Not as local as the Taskmaster house, though, from my understanding. But yeah. Well, we'll ahead of that. So when when we played when we played Cheson in I think it was it was it the trophy where we played Cheson? We 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 had one of their fans on and he was he was actually a Spurs fan. So what we're going to do, we're going to try and get a workshop fan on. Should we take guesses now at who else they support? Well, so I joined their private Facebook group uh, because I'm a massive nerd and they don't have a forum. And I do like going on opposition forums. Um, Same. And they do, like, there does seem to be a few hardcore fans where that is their team. So hopefully. Right. 
whoever you get on doesn't have another team because it makes me it's, sad when they do. They seem very excited about the day out, and that's that's yeah, more than, which gives us the opportunity to sing. You've had your day out now. Fuck off home. So and it actually means something. So that's good. Right, Waggy, before we wrap up, mate, Rezzers, what's going on? I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I, I, went, off, all... I went, off, went off on a tangent of uh, goals scored from outside the area. So. Oh, I, I do apologise. Sorry. I do, do apologise for actually bringing some football chat into the... Uh, <laughs> into the football podcast. <laughs> into the, into the, uh, the, the football podcast. Right, that's just about the best place to wrap it up. Thank you for joining I me. I did a thing. He, he, he got a vinyl out, harking back to the, the good old days. Since of, I'm not getting mine back. Bit of Enter Shikari, the only record that I own. <laughs> that was, that I was supposed to get signed at a meet and greet that I never went to, so that was fun. I mean... When you've when you've got, I mean, some some people would get like Abbey Road by the Beatles and be like, I do not need to buy another album now. But you've gone for an, 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 I, don't, I don't own a record player, and it was literally because you had to buy a record to get to go to the meet and greet. That's what they do um, now, yeah. Yeah, and I already owned the CD, so I was like, well, I'm like, fuck it, I'll buy I'll buy a vinyl. Like, apparently, it's a nice color, but I haven't opened it. So, um, not if it was yeah. a nice color. Yeah. Good, that. Oh, it's a good way to end that. Yeah, I'd, I, well, I I personally think it's going. Right. I'm sure Ofsted, Ofsted will be in tomorrow to give me the the verdict. <laughs> but yes, good place to have We will be back back to normal programming next week, Wednesday night at eight, where we're going to look back at the defeat to Grimsby and look forward <laughs> to us getting back back to it at home to Tranmere in the big. Maybe we maybe we'll even try and find a Tranmere fan as well. Crew as well on Tuesday. We also crew on Tuesday, crew, got crew crew and Tuesday to cover Tuesday. as well. Yeah. Oh God Almighty, they're insufferable bastards, aren't they? This is why right. I would actually be okay with the draw against Grimsby because then the winning run comes to an end against Grimsby, and we can then get back to the winning ways against Crew. I mean, ideally, we win both, but at some point we're going to drop points, and I would rather drop points to Grimsby than Crew. So. I'm I'm also holding out hope that the Notts County home game over Christmas will be televised. That you'd think that'd be prime TV fodder that, but they've just they've just announced their games up to the week before that have been televised, and they're not all championship games, obviously. Oh. And yeah, anyone gonna, anyone thinking we're going to go anywhere really until it's international week early? Oh, so that's March then. Isn't it? Oh, we've got one more international week in November, haven't we? Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of internationals, I see um, the Premier. They've bowed to pressure from from the the so the so called Big Six and the, abolishing replays in the FA Cup third and fourth third round. And which fourth round. Yeah. All these little all these little ways that competitions have been devalued annoy me. But that has just taken it to a new level. I'm furious. There you go. That, that can get in the reses as well. That, yeah, that, that'll be my that, that can get in the yeah. You that can get in the yeah. There we go. Imagine getting re- just and and then I've seen I've seen fans of big clubs saying, "Well, why don't they just just do it so that the smaller team is drawn at home?" I think they do it in the early rounds of the cup in Germany, like the amateur mm. size get a home game, like possibly against Bayern Munich or whatever. But if you get drawn against Man United at home. You want a lot of the time, it's more, it's more fun. Yeah, yeah you're you going to make as much money as going to their place. 
So will we go back to the old days of getting... I mean, I believe that's what we did in 78 when we got United in the League Cup. We switched it to Old Trafford because of the payday. It's like, yeah. are we going to go back to the days of that? And I remember that happening in the early two, late 90s, early 2000s as well. I remember some non-league team. I, th- I think it might have been West Ham or someone they got and they decided to play it at Upton Park instead. I may have misremembered that, but I'll get on that for next week. But yeah, it's, it's, it's there's already talk as well of moving a couple of the rounds to midweek as well. I've seen that as well, yeah. Whereas what they should be doing is fixing the National Cup competitions by giving them Champions League places and taking them away from third and fourth in the <laughs> Champions League played by the team who finished fourth in the division. And sometimes won by the team that finished fourth in the division <laughs> as well. Annoyingly. It's, but why, why is it, when it was just the champions in it, it was called the European Cup? And then they let any Tom, Dick or Harry into it and they call it the Champions League. Well, no, it's and not, isn't it? it next year where they go to like 32 teams or something? And they, some they, they weird, play, play in January for next season. Weird Champions League. single group where everybody's yeah. Yeah, in top, one yeah. division. But, uh, top 16 go through and the, the next eight play off against each other or something. Yeah, and you play eight games instead of six, two of which are in January. January, January is not a Champions League month. January is FA Cup month. That that's what January is. Just the, the older I get, the more I think I'm turning into Mark Lawrenson, and it's worrying. <laughs> it's worrying how how comfortable I am with it. I remember, I remember one year <laughs> the Adi, well, very much so. I can, I can drink a pint of, it, <clears throat> of Guinness very quickly. The the Adam and John Watson also gave. John Watson was talking about all these. I think they they'd done something in one of the newspapers. Had done like a consultation on like these big football figures, asking them how they changed the game. And John Watson mentions it to Mark Lawrence. And Mark Lawrence is like, just leave the game alone. Just leave it. It's fine as it is. Just leave it alone. And he was, I laughed at it at the time. And he was completely right. He was a sage for our times. On that note, let's leave it there. <laughs> because I, I, I could I could talk about Mark Lawrence all night long. I love that man. Right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, you, the readers, for joining us, more importantly. And we will see you next week. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. This episode of the Scarthberg Hour War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarthbergalawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 